it's a beautiful day it's the last day of may and of course we are here on first touch to talk about all the rocket league action happening around the world dazarin robdez t bates you already know who it is man we're about to get it started wait hold on did someone else decide to go michael jackson real quick hold on Do you know that I've got to follow the takes that T-Base was putting out last week? His takes were so incorrect that we had to replace him. I mean, he just couldn't be here, but it is lovely to be here joining you guys, even after the sentence I just heard. <laughs> Man, look, first of all, if you replace a base, you need a tight do-rag around your head mm -hmm. for one. You need We got, we got to get you with one of those. You go, you go I mean, to Dream Tech Dallas, right? I can go, I can go get a towel with some or something, waves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Ty Lacto I... to the show though. Ty Lacto, obviously been covering all the, the action in EUCRL, everything around that, and we are going to talk about that today. But of course, Ty Lacto's just been a great Rocket League analyst over his, uh, and what kind of casting career? I was going to use a analyst word, but I might have said something that might have been TOS. So... That being said, Talakto, it's great to have you on the show to be able to talk to you about stuff today. Uh, we do appreciate it, uh, you coming on, for sure. No. Before we get into the video, I just have to let all of you know that over 50% of our viewers, 50% are not subscribed to the channel. We are on the road to 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year, and we need your help to get there. So please, hit the subscribe button, hit that like button, and enjoy the video. I appreciate that. EU is so on top that it's one of the only feeling like major races that's actually sort of in the bag i'm kind of disappointed in europe i'm super proud of us for the, the, the level of play that's been displayed at least in the first regional but this major race mm. is is underwhelming when you look at all the other regions you know there's a team that's to blame for that and it's team vitality so much that we had to bring someone from team vitality on to of course Give us some insight on it. So we brought in Farah, the coach from Team Vitality. Farah obviously is Vitality's coach, but of course, I've known Farah from his competitive career. He's obviously a great Rocket League talent uh, on the field and now off the field coaching his Vitality squad. Farah, welcome to First Touch. Thank you. Thank you. All right, gentlemen. Let's get into it. It's I like to alluded to it, but of course we got to talk about this vitality team. They're going back to back wins at EU with fair joint earlier as we set up. I will say it fair. Congratulations on all the wins because they've just been winning all the time. It has been incredible to see. And I mean, Tylacto, I want to kind of start with you as we get ready to kind of like load in a couple of the highlights. I mean, what's your kind of take on vitality's dominance? My takeaway is that upper finals last weekend, not the grand finals and the fact that you guys survived the bracket reset. It was the fact that a team is capable of doing what that 4-0 sweep in the best of seven was. They only conceded three goals. Dang. Three goals. Three goals is crazy. Nah, they were they were definitely dominant in that in that upper finals but when we talk about the the grand finals it's a little bit of a adjustment for k corp they started to come back a little bit but i it's just a different level when you got zen alpha and then you got redosin who in my opinion is one of the most improved players in europe as specifically coming from last season like he's improved so much as a player individually he even got mvp i believe of this regional like this team is like how do you stop it you got k corp struggling which k corp looked like the the 
they were the best team in the world and now they're getting absolutely embarrassed by this kid who everybody was calling a prodigy a lot of people had doubts and said that he wasn't fulfilling expectations but this kid is winning he's a winner and he's showing it right here i mean farah uh there's a lot that we want to unpack here for the vitality team i want to start with this uh obviously the grand finals uh did you do real quick did you do the post interview after or was it somebody else from the team uh i mean technically i did but i was translating for for them oh, okay was, okay answering question i was translating for them so. uh well my question is is like the bounce back for the uh bracket reset like after the bracket reset talk to me about the process in between the games um i think one of um like Okay, so we had a kind of Richmond problem, which is uh, like for the past month, we haven't lost a series. And I think that kind of started getting into our heads. And I don't think the, you know, the, the attitude that comes were quite there for the um, grand finals in the beginning. Like we, were, we weren't as hyped up as we should have. We weren't, you know, uh, giving the energy as we should have. And uh, we took time. In between the two series, we had you know 10 to 15 minutes to you know set set things straight and um, yeah to you know realize that yeah we're gonna lose we we're gonna lose at some point we were gonna lose so it's good to have that um, you know uh, call back kind of thing um, and we needed to actually work for the win and they were not gonna be given to us and if if we weren't you know gonna go and get them k-cop was gonna beat us so we really discussed things between each other um and uh, and yeah we came back a bit stronger i think we also had a little bit more of uh energy uh left in us because we uh, we, we we were coming from the winners finals instead of the, of the losers finals so all in that we we were able to to come back and win the win the grand finals yeah, uh, one of the big factors uh, that a lot of people are talking about is Rodosin. Roldis had alluded to it a little bit, that, that improvement arc from uh, last season even into now. Uh, what's it been like working with Rodosin? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's one of my, like, biggest, uh, like, one of my proudest accomplishments is, like, when we picked up Rodosin, that's pretty much at the time when I joined the team last year. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was, uh, you know, pretty much a rookie. He had some good results with Williams results, but that's nowhere close to what the expectations of Vitality are. And, uh, you know, getting him in shape and, you know, making him understand what he needed to do, uh, whether it was on the field or off the field, you know, as a player and how much he needed to grind, how much he needed to understand what was going on, what was supposed to be his role and, you know, everything around him being a player uh, and his evolution uh it's been great to see and i'm you know i'm glad i've been a, a part of it mm. yeah i mean i want to ask how you feel like it has an effect on a player i mean we've, we've been players we know this but we haven't played with a player as hyped up the likes of which zen is you know he seems like the prodigy of all that can only really be compared to like scrub and justin in the past how do you feel like it affects a player like Radisson and, and of course Alpha as well? And, and how have you managed that and made him so good that he's scoring goals at both ends of the field? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the fact that they're like close friends and, you know, 
close with each other just helped in general you know i don't think they care too much about the hype and the expectations of people and you know the the staff around them so including me uh gauthier and uh, a lot of the vitality staff also we try to you know make it as uh you know, uh, meaningless as possible, and we try to forget about it, so the players can actually focus on the game. And when they focus on the game, while well, when you have Zen on the team, it just it's it's just easier because uh, for all fine runners, and you have someone you can put a hundred percent of your trust in, and that all oh, that like that brings you know so much uh, so much to the team to what we are able to do to the confidence they can they can play with to how much they can you know uh, actually go earlier for balls uh for how much you know they can trust him with everything he does and uh i don't think the hype matters it's just it's good they're going to play good with him and that's uh, that's all that matters and fair, fair I, I got a question you know i i get asked about my team you know specifically which i I don't mind answering questions, but I got something that I, I kind of want to put you on the spot. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. All right. So I tell, right. you, you know who Batman is? Batman and Robin? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, but that, I'm not really familiar with the universe. All right. All right. So Batman is like a main character and then Robin's like his sidekick. All right. So right. if you had to describe who was your Batman on Vitality and your sidekick on Vitality, who who would you like the main character the one guy the two guy and then and then the three guy could be just like that fill in guy as players yeah as players i mean right now i'd say like zen is the main character alpha is his sidekick and uh, and rado is the <laughs> is the filler you know Wait, i did not expect that at all cuz i was i was watching really? the games on my stream and alpha would join and he's like i it's me and, and zen is my <laughs> zen is my little man yeah sure i mean everyone everyone wants to be the main character but uh you know the hype around him and and you know how much it you know transformed the team and you know the trust mm -hmm. you know I, I i i've i've worked with alpha and rado for, for the past year so i've seen them play under different circumstances and with different teammates whether it was with kedop or season and Zen joining them just brought a different level to them. So yeah, uh, uh, Zen is I do character. feel is the main character <laughs> right now. <laughs> but everyone is like, uh, I think I think that's the that's one of the strengths of the team right now. Is that um, it's all about like who's better than everyone. Is everyone yeah. can take turns and everyone has like the ability to adapt. And we saw mm -hmm. it this weekend with like Radozin. You know, getting all of the spotlight pretty much um, outside of the Zen's crazy goal, and I think that's what's good. It's like if someone doesn't feel as good as the other two, he can you know uh, do a little bit less, and the other two will pick it up. And uh, we've played very differently from the f uh, between the regional one and the regional two, but we just kept winning, and that's great. You know, we can play differently. We can play. We can make the players play different roles, and it just keeps working. So for now, it's great. Actually, I have a question for all three of you because you know we have something very kind of special with this segment. You are all former Rocket League pro players. Uh, seeing Zen and seeing the kind of potential from Vitality as people who have played this game and kind of been in those like situations and understand what goes into it and things like that. Just kind of when you see the success and you also see the kind of talk, what is it? 
kind of signal to you guys like where do you where do you see the trajectory of vitality going based on what you know and the the level of the field i want to start with raul first and then kind of go around well the trajectory of vitality they've always been uh an org that has kind of had success like you you look back in the old days you had even kato there was a legendary roster they they end up picking up sk who was a prodigy at the time they just know where to find like the talent they know the talent as an organization it just takes a little bit they they had a, a, a huge dip for a minute but then you pick up fair redosin even sizing was was a was a valuable piece for them especially coming into land and you picked up alpha off a alpha rank and now you got zen coming in like this this team vitality they just know where the talent is and how to mold and mesh it together you pick up a an extremely valuable coach as in fair to, to bring all the pieces together now look at them they're dominating you got you got a prodigy who a lot of people said that he was going to come in dominate rocket league <laughs> he's doing exactly what people are saying and they think that he's going to be a little bit more nervous when it comes to land and land is a different type of ball game and I hope so. You know, we we gotta play against them. But <laughs> what it's looking like right now, this kid doesn't have any nerves. I don't know what's like, and, and the whole team around them just has this this fuel of confidence. I just see them not getting taken down for a little bit. Like they'll eventually get taken down, but for now, I think that they have a lock, a tight grip on uh, Europe as a region, and we'll see what happens internationally. That's all I like though. All right. Well, for me, it's pretty simple. I compared them earlier, and the only comparisons you can draw in terms of upcoming prodigies is Scrub Killer back in like 2016 and Justin, you know, early 2017 into 2018. Both those players would go on to win world championships. They wouldn't have that much issue performing on LAN, and it's hard to see this being otherwise. I'm not saying that Vitality are going to go on and win the world championship or anything. Sure, they look like the most potentially likely team right now but it's still not an overwhelming chance right the thing for me is that in these upcoming two maybe three years can you name a player right now who's more likely to win a world championship than zen the way he's looking because because i can't he's 16 he's at the top of his game he seems like he's at the top of the game and he's got and i'm not just saying it because Ferris here but he's got a hugely experienced almost mental just to stand behind him and it's it feels like the perfect incubator for success and it's scary um yeah i mean what can i say i, I don't want to get too <laughs> I, I don't want i don't want me or even the team to get you know too ahead of themselves um mm. you know we've we've won but we've won for two weeks right like the regional was uh, yesterday like no, three days ago uh the previous one was two weeks ago Worlds is in three months. Um, right now, it looks like we have a slight um, gap with the rest of Europe. Maybe not with Carmen Cop, but um, yeah, Euro Europe. I'd say right now there is a top four in Europe with the BDS and, uh, and Liquid, mm -hmm. um, and we might be leading the charge. But you know, things move fast, and uh, we're leading now. But uh, the goal is not to lead now. Uh, sure, it would be great to be the first, you know, European team to to do the perfect split, the perfect split. But who realistically is gonna remember that if afterwards we don't, you know, perform well uh, at Worlds? So the goal is gonna be to keep, um, you know, this level we are showing right now for the next three months, and it's gonna be, I think, the toughest task. 
it's great. We've actually improved a bit faster than we expected, to be honest, because when we picked up then, I mean, our, our expectations were to maybe win one, one regional, to qualify for the major and do better there. We're doing better than that. But we have to keep doing that for, you know, the next three months and coming to Düsseldorf, we want to have, you know, the highest chances possible we can to, to, to win worlds. And even with the highest possible chances, it might not be enough because to win worlds, you need that little bit of, you know, luck uh, sometimes. And uh, so as long, as long as we're here, as long as we're here on the final day, as long as we uh, are confident in our play, we'll be happy. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I asked that question because, man, I feel old. Like, I, I used to talk about all three of you guys when you all were playing. And now we sit here and, like, <laughs> two of you are ushering in, like, you know, new prodigies or, like, talented players. And just being able to, like, see even, like, Tyacto taking on, like, the casting gig. It really is kind of like an eye-opening thing for us to be able to, like, sit here and have this kind of conversation. So it, it was definitely one of those things, like, I mean, I, have a, I had a little sentimental moment, but... I want to get us back on track. <laughs> um, let's hold go on, to... Your, hold on, what's your opinion on it? Oh, my opinion on it? Well, for me, looking at the way the game has been, and I think this is something that is going to, we're going to see it make ripples through the ecosystem. Like, this is the same thing that we've seen in the past before, but you can tell it's on a different level. And the way the Vitality has had their success has been something that everybody has taken note of. Obviously, there are going to be challenges in the way, and I think everybody knows what those challenges are. What does what the team looks like on land? What do they look like when they lose on land? How are they going to be able to bounce back from that? Farah is very aware of that, and it's, I think that everybody else is aware of that too. So those would be kind of the biggest challenges, but it seems just like based on the crew and what they've been through, uh, Farah, Alpha, Radosin, they've all seen loss before. Uh, Zin's probably Zin's the only one who I don't think has to that extent, but they know how to get out of that. So I feel like, oh, go ahead. You I feel like you have something to say. Yeah, I, I, I will add. Uh, yeah, for what you said, it's, it's very accurate. And so Zen is not experienced, you know, at the highest level in, uh, for lands. But Alpha and me, me especially, we we've been through it. Uh, you know, I've been in positions, uh, you know, especially in season eight, where you know we we were the heavy favorites and we don't perform, like. We know these things can happen, but we also, I think we, we are able to see the traps we can fall into before they can happen and and we can anticipate. And that's going to be our goal because, you know, uh, as opposed to Carmen Cop, who has been, you know, slowly growing to, you know, uh, what they are today and they've, you know, they had to lose in uh, Rotterdam before winning um, San Diego. We can't do that. I mean, we can maybe lose Boston and, and win the result of that. That'd be great. But we don't have as much time, right? We want to win Worlds this season. And for that, we, we're going to have to anticipate the issues we, we can uh, fall into. And uh, and it's a good thing we you know have a roster with a lot of experience, uh, an organization with a lot of experience, whether it's for our game on all the games. And uh, and we're going to take all that in and and try to perform as much as possible, as quickly as possible. Yeah. So that's basically what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, so that's just how I feel. Like, you, when you know that they have that uh, in the back of their heads and they're like, they have that experience, I feel like 
they're in a really good spot right now. Uh, so I, I see them doing super well. Now, we're going to ask a question for the panel. We're going to start with World Days and go around. Uh, are they officially the best team in Europe? Carmi Court beat Vitality. Uh, no, Vitality beat Carmi Court 3-1. Uh, the 3-1 in series against K-Corp since adding Zen. What's the thought? Are we putting them in that number one spot? Roll this. Personally, I don't think you can have them any, anywhere outside of number one. They, they're top two. They're not two. Uh, we even saw a tweet from Vatira. He was on the timeline talking about, oh, man, we, we get to the finals and we, we see vitality. And then we just, we just, he says other words, but he says, we just poop ourselves, you know? So um, just reading that from Vatira, who's supposed to be the best player in the game. Like when K Corp is that intimidated, you add one player to Vitality, and he's a prodigy, but you add one player to Vitality, and now you got Vatira, who's supposed to be the best player in this game, saying that they're nervous? Right, look, Vitality's in their heads. Vitality got to be the number one spot. There's no other question, no other answer. I mean, whatever team has ever been this feared, I want to repeat that, but I also want to say, really, um, they could just lose to K-Corp next week and we would immediately have them out of number one. And that's just how fast things change. But right now, yeah, I mean, you can't make an argument for anyone other than like Hogan Mode. It's just... Hogan Mode facts. Hogan Mode is insane. It's just got to be Vitality. Fair. Actually, what, yeah, what do you think? Do you think you're the best team in Europe? I don't know. Uh, I'll leave that off. <laughs> PR fair, PR fair. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we've, I told you, we've won for two weeks. It's nice. It's great. Um, we're trying to do something Europe hasn't done before, which is winning the three regionals. But as I said, it it, it won't matter in the long run. In the in the few few months, what's gonna matter? It's it's Boston. Is uh, it's uh, it's Düsseldorf. Uh, we have our eyes on that. We're preparing for that. We don't have uh, yeah. We don't have uh, we don't have other things to, to say. Like uh, we might be the best, but we have to prove it. So we'll keep proving. Mm. Yeah, Vitality's a great team and they they've been winning. You know there's that team in blue though. And then there's Come that on, other bro. team in pink. That's all I'm saying. That. That's all I'm saying. That's all you I'm saying. You don't even believe that. I don't believe that. Vitality's the best team. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even believe that. Now, fair, fair, I got a question. I got a question. We all think you guys are the best team in the region so far currently and K-Corp is the only roster that has beating y'all and it's kind of played close to you guys but outside of vitality who do you think is your biggest like opponent that you guys uh, are yeah, i mean yeah. as i said, as I said wait, earlier, wait, I think wait, wait, don't answer that we got all that right. for later oh all right, all my right. Bad, my bad. nope <laughs> he jumped the gun he jumped the gun let's <laughs> right. we got we got to swap around real quick to uh, actually another hot question top five players in the world right now oh goodness who you got in the top five players in the world right now? Everyone's already, people are saying Zip, you can see at the bottom text, Zip plus four is the only right answer. A lot of people got Zen in there. We'll do top five, but no order, okay? Not, you ain't gotta do a one through five. You just gotta list five for me, okay? Who's the, who's the most ready for this? I'm not ready. I mean, I got my <laughs> list, but. You got, you got your list, go ahead, Rogue. Give me the list. All right, you know, the first name I got to throw out there, it's got to be my boy FK, you know, FK, FK's got to be on that top five of okay. all times. He's, he's there every single time. Probably the 
the most consistent player in the world. But uh, if you look statistically wise, second, second name, I'm going to throw out Beast Mode. I think Beast Mode is uh, the Batman to Daniel's Robin, you know. Uh, be, uh, we always talk about Daniel versus Zen, but I think it, it, Beast Mode is the, the name on that team. Third, oh, you know. Third, I'm going I'm to I'm put Alpha. Alpha 54. Yo, I think Bates was on to something eight months ago, and it, it, it took him a little bit to, to get it going. But Alpha, Alpha's looking, uh, he's looking super solid. I'm gonna add his little his little partner there, Zen, as number four. I think there's a there's a reason this, this team is dominating right now, and uh, they got two of the top fives on their on their team currently. Uh, there's only one way that I think you can dominate region uh, a region like that, and is if you have two top five players on your team that performing extremely well, and Verdosin's also like up there, honestly, in my opinion. And my number five, <clears throat> you y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? I got a Tachi. Tachi, my oh number five. Lord! I'm gonna show some respect to Atachi. He is Wait, not a tapping merchant. He's not a tapping. I'm waiting for T Base. Where's T Base at? He, he, I'm waiting for him to spawn. You don't have Vatira, Nellis? No. When Vatira <laughs> is scared of another player, he cannot no be in there. He is intimidated. Way. He is terrified. Actually, I can't have him in there. Vatira could be like number six like... or number seven. Base is on his way, by the way. He said he's 15 minutes away, oh, so we, we go, we go, we'll catch him up with everything else as the time goes on. No, Vatira. Nope, he can't. He can't be scared. If if you want to be the best, you can't be scared. He's intimidated. Is he scared? Zen, Zen joined the league. He was. He said he was scared. It's his words, not mine. What, where did he say that at, man? Was that on Twitter or something? Go check his Twitter. Look, I was we on play the against Vitality, and then we just you know. We don't know how to hit the ball anymore. And then he was and then he was invisible during the series. Like, you can't I can't watch a series and and not know if Batir is even playing. He wasn't even on the field against Vitality. It was Atachi. Atachi's like doing everything. He said, help me. Oh Lord. Yeah, no. I I got Vatira in my top five. Um I think I've only got one NA player. Uh, oh. I think it's beast mode. Only um, one? Give me but Gimme Vatira, Zen, Alpha, and Atto, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. What? There's no Beast Mode's good, bro. man. Beast Mode's good. He can he can hang with the E. <laughs> what do you no? I said what are you gonna say? Beast Mode? That is insane. Oh. We're goodness. talking about Atto! Atto, I know you're oh. watching. I love you. Hey, at, at least we have delusional five. takes. We replace delusional I mean, takes. Ado top five is better than Atachi top five. Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I ain't gonna lie. To, to be fair, I think I agree with him. Like, Ato is, Ato to me is like extremely, extremely good. He, he should be top five, yeah. He'd be top five. You never had, to play. Uh, you never had to play against that man. My career was like, okay, my career finished like years ago, but it still limped on long enough to get decimated by Atto before he was even that good. And he's just only getting better. He's, okay, so this is biased because you played against him. <laughs> I'm scarred, but it's so, so you you have the material effect against Zen. Okay, so we got two scaredy cats that we're trying to argue for. <laughs> you can't flame my take as bias when you had FK in your top five because Dang. he is. Yeah, he stood behind you he, right now. He is he is top five. You can't argue against can that. See like you the just numbers, see the, the way numbers, he plays man. and. Okay, he's like he's a numbers hog though. He's like a Roomba Hoover just going around scooping up the stats. Yeah. Oh my god. None of the other players on the pitch can get the numbers because he gets them. Oh my god, he's calling him a stat patter. 
He's calling your player a stab pattern. It's, I mean, it's kind of like Monkey Moon. Like, it's harsh, and it shouldn't be a label, but it has an effect on the other players on the field. I, I'm just gonna let this go in through one ear and out the other because this is I, oh, this is just gonna. All right, go ahead. That's, that's poison. That's poison to the ears. All right, I'll take the bias out and I won't put any of my players in it because otherwise Ooh. I'll put them one, two, and three. You know. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So top five players that are not on my roster, I'd probably say, um, well, Ato and Vatira. Um, we got both. I'll put first killer. And then two more, I'd say Daniel and Oski, I think. Daniel and Oski. I like the giant shout. Wait, so Daniel. that means Liquid is. So Liquid, so Liquid's the second team that you fear. Mm, not necessarily. Uh, being good individually doesn't mean being good on the team environment. Um, okay, okay so we're rating best individual talents, like skill wise, uh, but. Okay, but no, me, I I don't know. It, otherwise, that's why I say, like, I, I should just put my team first and then you put, like, two from K-Cop and that's it. You have your top five. It's not that, it's not that simple. I think I, I, you, you can you have a good mix of, like, having, you know, good individual performance, being recognized that if you were on another team, you'd be good as well. I think that's that's why my top five is the way it is, right? Like, if you throw any of, that, of those five players in another Wait. team, they... That perform good as well. They don't yeah, need so you, wait. good results or like. So you don't think Atachi could be good on another team? I mean, Vatira joined K Corp to play I mean, with Atachi. He's good, but top five. But yeah. top five? That's how I feel. I mean, I think Atachi is underrated as well. And he's, I he's, like, like he's really good. He's, like, he's, what, um, he's one of my closest he's friends. As well, but, he was the only yeah, one on the field this weekend. Five players. It you know it's it's tough, especially when you have to add any players. And I'm not I'm not even sure if I should add them. You know. <laughs> what you, what right, you so mean got by that? What do you mean by over here? See, now I actually need Bates. So now I need Bates. Bates, Bates Like, he might not agree with me, but like, my goodness. Yeah, no, I don't think he's going to agree with you at all. Actually, I know he's not going to agree with you. Now, oh, man. Okay. Give me Zen. Give me Vatira. Give me Beast Mode. Give me First Killer. Give me Rise. Because, and listen, I, see, I can see people questioning the rise. The rise, you, you got to understand, he, he is bringing BDS back to life. Like, that is an impact player. Now, keep in mind, yeah, he's been on about three. He's been on more teams than I've been on. But that being said, he's every team he's been on, he's had a positive impact on. And, I mean, you got to think about it. Has he really had a positive impact on Oxygen? I would say he went into hibernation for four or five months. And now he is putting in the work I don't on think BDS. Oxygen was saving uh, Do you know Oxygen's point stand is right now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, to be fair, now that he's gone, sure, but I don't know whether that's just in his absence. It's not like they improved when they picked him up. I, he's doing great things for BDS, but it's a little speedy to put eh. in top five. I mean, I, th I think it's a great sign for him to... He's probably going to make the major, this split with BDS, and the fact that he's going to be doing that with the three roster is done for the season is a great sign but whether it's whether that means top five or not i, I think he, he might need a little bit more right he hasn't won a regional decision i think so he hasn't won an even decision so that is true he was at a major grand finals though so you got to keep that in mind with moise at the start of the season
And then oxygen, look, I don't know. Maybe divine intervention, I don't think could have helped oxygen, personally. Now it would be yes. <laughs> I think that, you know, they might have they might have something here. They could definitely make a run potentially. So I, I gotta put credit to that. Uh and he's been consistent over the course of time too. I mean, it's really hard. There's a lot. Like that that top five can flex. Like I think everyone made like great individual points about who they have and why, you know, they have who they have. Yeah. Um I I wanna I wanna wait on on the on the Bates man for to kind of see where where he's at with that one, but I'd appreciate that because he'd make us all look smart when he puts his top five up. So kind of facts. Do. I think he's definitely got to have Alpha <laughs> top five, right? Can we can we guess his top five? Because he I don't know whether he's listening. Can we? Can we Alpha guess Atomic, he... uh, LJ, LJ, and uh... that's already five. <laughs> just, just, just throw somebody else. <laughs> <in there. laughs> Okay, now we want to go to the question World This had asked fair earlier, which is which team has the best chance at besting Vitality? Uh, obviously, Raul alluded to a little bit earlier. Uh, Farah, give me give me your take. Wait, so which team that actually exists or like a super team? Uh, yeah, the teams that exist, real teams oh, right now. Right now? I mean, come on, yeah. they're the only one to have, you know, uh, beaten us in a, in a series. Um, right now it's common, and I think there is a clear top four in Europe. Um, it's us, Karma, and BDS, and Liquid. And there is actually a decent gap with the other teams. Um, I, I, I like the, the fact that, yeah, again, this weekend, the, the top three was like three of those four teams, and that was the same uh, two weeks ago. Um, yeah, uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon. You can have upsets, right? But like, mm. from what I see every day, from what I see in tournaments, they the gap right now, and uh, yeah, it, for now, they're, they're the only teams that can maybe you know uh, beat us. I mean, oh. other teams can beat us, but like consistently, I think they're they're the only ones that can. Okay, well, and anyways, I don't know. I don't know yet. It's too early to tell. Yeah. Okay. I just I just got clarification on this. Um, so tell me a team that doesn't exist that could take down Vitality. Like if you could build a super team, what would that super team consist of? Everybody else also let us know your super teams at First Touch RL on Twitter. And when if you have a good one, I'll bring it up on the show. So without my players, right? I guess. Yeah, they gotta beat your your, your players. All right. I'm going to let you think about it a little bit. Yeah, well, it's cool, man. You just pick LJ and Atomic and what plus one. Yeah. Might just be fun. What? Well, that, no, that's not what I would say. No, Tylakos, <laughs> he's taking the bait role. I see. <laughs> uh, I mean, LJ and Atomic are both great players, but I mean, I don't know. It's hard to know how NA are going to shape up against Vitality, unironically. I'm just so excited for the Major. I feel like a lot of NA teams, the likes of Phase version 1, they have the talent to win that series and i hope we get to see it and we don't end up with like an eu Oops. stacked side of the bracket okay tyler i need you to build me a super team now <laughs> atto perhaps um vatira can't be on it because he seems to give up when he sees vitality um atto and hmm honestly it's kind of tough. I would try and keep things simple, actually, and try and put Atto with Daniel on beast mode and just see what happens. I'm not sure it would work, but it could be enough that it 
sort of makes Vitality start to hesitate just a little bit because they can't assume <sighs> they're going to win the majority of Ooh. races to the ball on the field. And the second you start to have that doubt, that's the seed that grows into a problem for a team. Okay. We got we got a lot of Rise Joyo Vatira in chat right now. They they're thinking the old Luis <laughs> can win. I I don't know. I never thought about that. I, it's a I it's think, a lot of that spam too. I can see that I can see that team taking down Vitality, honestly. I'm gonna do Just because they do something they do something specific. But if I had to build a a super team to specifically take down Vitality, I'm gonna get give me calm, give me rattles, and give me arsenal. I need the three disruptors. They will delete everybody on the field, and Zen will not be able to get the ball. He will have no boost. There will be no one in net, because all they do is park the bus, and they wait until Zen has an opportunity, or Alpha has an opportunity, or Redosin has an opportunity to do something extremely mechanical. They can't do that if they got no boost, and if they're not on the field. Give me the three demolitions. <laughs> There's going to be no one to put the ball in the net afterwards. I don't afterwards, care. Though, it will roll in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Farah, what, what, would your, what would your super team be? Uh, probably Vachira, Ato, and uh, Monkey Moon for the French comms. Oh, I respect it. So, yeah, Monkey Moon is still extremely perf i mean he's performing really well right now in bds uh, i think ato is the best player on liquid by a short margin but i think he is and uh and vachira uh is one of the best players in the world so mm. if the french comes you add that making them more comfortable i think yeah they could beat us just like multiple teams in europe right now yeah i see that i see that i don't know i i kind of i think i'm rolling with chat on this one Chat, chat said we got we did a poll in the chat. Sixty-eight percent of chat said Rise Joyo and Vatira can be Vitality. <laughs> Give me all moist. We gotta bring them back together. Charlie, I'm about to call you right now. We're gonna set it up. Show match? Oh no, not the bandwagon. Not again. Oh, He's jumping. We got, a, we got a tweet from Wavepunk. <laughs> Wavepunk said, "Give me Garrett G, Rise, and Beast Mode." Huh? Wait, how's that work, rise bro? and beast mode honestly mm, mm. i don't know i don't know about i feel like the mechs there's, there's a mech difference there i i just don't see enough uh i think i mean rise is like the only one i do think that they need to be disrupted a decent amount but because they because they are too uh they're too solid in that like then the only way to pull them out is to either destroy their cars or steal their boost and i don't think garrett does that and i think rise is going to be like the only one doing that <laughs> well beast mode can but oh my goodness how how do we think like, just as a, a thought and i don't know how you feel about it farah given that we can talk about this because you are confirmed major already but how you feel about threats from other regions particularly like rule one or falcons or, or even crew or, or nip because south america are looking sharp it's hard to know because they're quite in isolation right i i think i think middle east is a bit in a tough position right now like uh, uh, i saw them a bit stronger last year i think right now they're struggling a bit um they're a bit more inconsistent and i think they're, ma they're major showing i mean they only have falcons going uh this season but um yeah, uh, I don't see them making as deep of a run as Falcons did uh, last year. Um, I think they're in a weird phase of, uh, yeah, 
having a lot of talent in the region, but maybe not in the in the, in the right way yet. Um, and and it's hard for them to improve. Uh, it's it's a bit harder for them uh, than if they were in, in Europe. Even though we do scream them sometimes, but uh, but uh, yeah, with the pink difference and everything, it's uh, it's, it's it's much harder. Um, so yeah, like um, and then for South America, um, I mean it's hard. Every time there is a good team there, they just go to North America. So yeah, I don't see I don't see like minor regions having a ch like decent chance at like yeah having deep runs. I think top four is the best they can have right now, realistically. Oh okay okay. Um. I do want to kind of shift the conversation back to the real world too, because we kind of were talking about it in the real world. Uh, I do want to ask you this, Ferret. Do you think any NA team can beat you guys? Um, yeah, but they probably need to be more consistent. Like right now, I think Europe has found a way to be really consistent at the highest level, whether it's uh, you know us, Carmine, uh, and BDS right now. Uh, not maybe not Liquid, but still liquid is able to turn it up when it matters um north america doesn't look ready yet for that um and i think um you know recent results and recent major have kind of skewed the perspective and the brackets and the way you know the bracket have developed kind of helped north america because i i think you know if you if you look at san diego I think no matter who was winning the semifinals between Liquid and Karma and was winning the event. So, yeah, uh, I think right now the best team in Europe is the best team in the world. But will that continue for three months? I don't know. Uh, I think the, the, the roster moves that NA has have made are like interesting, but whether or not they're mm. working, it is a bit to be uh, seen yet because V1 has struggled. They've won, but they've also struggled. Uh, FaZe has struggled after the major as well. G2 is still struggling. Genji is struggling. There, there is no consistent team right now uh, in in uh, in, uh, in in North America. So it's a bit hard to see them, you know, performing well at the next major. And I think it's it's fine for the region because it's it's good to be, you know, the out, the outsider for once. But uh, yeah, right now it's it's a bit hard to see any major threat coming from North America. Rhoda's thoughts? <clears throat> I mean, like you said, three months is a long time. And I guess mm. we'll see when it comes to the international <laughs> if then then starts choke, choke, choking. But sure. I, 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 my team, my team, we just, we just doing a bounce back from, uh, from last split. We did have the same thing happen. So, and now, uh, mm. I guess, except we didn't win last regional but that's besides the point um yeah uh yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna bounce back and then internationally i think v1's also a good uh a good shout to take down as i said before there's a reason why i picked the three disruptors i i think they're that's the that's the way that you got to take down vitality which carmine corp does not demo at all um and they look solid more solid when they did start demoing but i mean we got to see online so Okay. I mean, I think it's exciting for NA, though. I just want to say that it could kind of be the perfect storm, given how open the major race is. The teams that make the major are going to be the teams in form. You know, they are going to be performing. There's not that long after the final regional, best part of like a month, a little over, to lose any form. And, and you kind of know, I mean, I don't want to put pressure on FaZe, but the likes of FaZe, they should be making it. 
probably as better than just fifth seed and it's just kind of weird you know complexity with a six point spring cup but they're still top of the region it's so open and teams are going to find their stride in the invitational yeah and and again with the way the you know the seeding is going to work for the boston major i feel like na has a decent chance of like having you know teams going very deep because um you know with the way things have been worked out uh eu is going to face eu again na is going to face eu again uh you know very early in the tournament probably if things uh end up as intended so we will have you know deep uh, inter uh, cross-region matchups and i think with the momentum uh, north america teams can be good but does that mean they're you know uh, up there with the best in europe right now um I, I struggle to see that honestly because of the consistency we have in europe right now mm. that's really what interesting about what, about, what about you dad your, your, your team is over here struggling he's one of the teams that it that. Which team of his? Which team? Oh first wait, all, yeah, that's right. Uh, first of all, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me. Which, me which like one that. you? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm I always rep my team. Okay, I got him on my wrist. Okay, don't do me like that. Don't try me. But that NRG hat on the ground right now next to you. I actually don't know where that hat's been. I've been looking for it, but I don't know where it's been. I've been trying to use it as a prop. It just I can't find it. Um, I th I mean, look. Y'all can sleep on Genji Mobile Racing all you want to. I when when the re when the bounce back comes. I'll be right here waiting. In terms of everybody else, though, in, in NA, it, yeah, the race looks open, but I think this is one of those things, too. You got to take into account the month break that uh, North American players are having that they're, like, in the middle of right now. And then everybody should be able to bring their A game or they're supposed to bring their A game come spring invitational. That'll be an interesting bracket, but I feel like if, it, if we go down to it, live event, top teams playing against each other, and a face clan team who definitely wants to improve and kind of erase the San Diego loss out of the history book. A complexity team who saw how strong they were and knows that they can go the distance. V1 who's trying to get back into the conversation for major worlds. There's a lot to play for in at least the top five in North America right now. Credit that we send the top five that we know are going to show up here in a live environment that'll be one of the things i'll be really looking at for the spring invitational but at least those four teams they have they have a lot going on and yeah you're right consistency is a big thing but we all know all of you especially should know how it is when you get to those major days it really you really got to show up on those days that preparation yeah that consistency can kind of pull through but even for the, your team right now you got the, uh, the best team in europe right now you guys have zen hasn't been on that stage you guys are gonna have to adjust to that no but uh, uh, obviously you're right like you have to perform on the day but the thing is like i see those events are like like if we're talking about who's the best team and who's the best the better region right now we have to yeah. talk about like you know consistency at the top so you know even if na ends up winning worlds for example um I do believe Europe is still going to be the you know better region uh, you know in three months, just because how the year has shaped up. But still, you know that doesn't mean any cannot win an event uh, mm. just like any 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 other region. You know, but it's the most uh, important it, event. Yeah? If any wins and worlds, that's the most important event. We can't just brush it down like it's like not, It doesn't like it doesn't sure. matter that much. No, it does matter. 
but it's like saying, oh, you know, if if a team has 60% chance of winning against another, that still leaves 40%, you know, uh, uh, to lose. So the better team sometimes doesn't win. Um, will like will this mean by worlds that NA will be better and and because they win the the worlds they'll be better? I don't know. That would depend on a lot of factors. Right, right now, with the consistency yeah. we have at the top, it's hard to see. You know, uh, it's hard to argue in favor of North America. That's what I mean. Okay, okay, I got a question. So, BDS winning worlds was it a fluke in your eyes? You're gonna no. say no because you're biased. Because you're biased, G two should have no. won that, but they choked. They were the better no. team. No, they weren't. I mean, both Are you had won. They, they were yeah. terrible. BDS was terrible until Worlds, and then they showed up. What do you mean? BDS won two uh, of the three regional events in spring, and they made the finals in the last one. Bro, they they so, only so, they only struggle in the in the spring major. They won. They they made the final out of three spring uh, regionals. They won two of them. But they when they got to land, they were terrible. That's one land. Nah, they fair. That's <laughs> one land, and then they won they, another one. I don't know. What like sometimes you you're gonna fail. That's that's the way sports is. That's the way esports is. Sometimes you're gonna win. You're gonna you know be at an event, and then you're not gonna perform. That's that's. Because so even when G2 won, won the major, right? They won a major. And then yep. BDS, you say BDS won, won another one, right? So so it was 1-1. One, one, and BDS uh, then struggles. And then we go to Worlds and then they win. But well, well, G2 was way more consistent throughout the whole season. I mean, what way? Uh, like, I mean, I mean not the season, uh, internationally, but, yeah, but domestically matters as well. Like, if, if, if you win pretty much everything in Europe, that does mean you... There was you... no cop in Europe. All right. Oh, you're biased. <laughs> you're biased. Oh I mean, God. Moist won. Moist won the spring even despite like winning only one of the three regionals, right? Uh, so if you I had two, so if you had two teams, you got comp. If there was Wait, if, if there was a two-headed dragon in Europe at the time, yeah, that means that means no. Oh my God. Moist. No, no, it's it's well, not who that. Else, who else was there, bro? Moist and Moist and BDS and who? I mean, Carmine has a really, you know, strong run uh, in the in the last split. That's at least three teams that were, you know, contending consistently for the for the title. Because you 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 said you said G two, but what did G two do did at the Spring Major? I mean, the real question is for all is that if one of these NA teams now shows up at Boston and wins, which I think is possible, we've seen the ceiling yeah, from. Phase version one complexity and, and of course Gen G is it a fluke if one of those wins because I feel like they've all got a chance but they have not been consistent so surely it would be a fluke. Thank I mean, I don't see fair thinks it's a fluke. <laughs> no, at no, the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, if you know, if oh whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there's bait, there's bait. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> I'm about tired of yeah. this, Farah. Farah, you're done yapping. And you're done, you're done yapping. Yeah, you better take a sip of water. Cause the factual man is here. <laughs> the man in the arena has arrived, and I'm about tired of hearing you yap. I'm in the car, I'm on the way back, and you're just talking. Farah, explain this to me. Riddle me this. You talk about consistency in EU and everything else in between. 
You got about two teams. You got Hogan mode, bro. That was a story. Hogan mode's finished in top eight. That's not consistency, Farah. That's called inconsistency. You have no, you have no depth. You have no depth. In UW, you got five teams. You got y'all. Y'all are great. Y'all are great. You got Carmine. They're Thank great. You. God. And then after that, you got a little drop off. Then you got BDS liquid and you got moist. After that, then maybe oxygen sprinkle in. Even that oxygen is losing the guilt. <laughs> oh, he froze. Came out so much fire. Came that's broken. Listen, in NA, you're talking about inconsistency. You got to, first of all, you can't say V1's inconsistent. They, they, they only had so many tournaments together. You got to give them some time. You got you to give them some time. Not everybody can hit the ground running like y'all did. I give you kudos to that. Congratulations. You're a great coach. You got the whiteboard out. You're doing everything else. You're scribbling on it. I, Zen's not listening to anything you say, though. And I don't know if you watch the replays, but he's just not looking at the screen. But, uh, uh, no worries. <laughs> but, uh, he is listening. No worries. <laughs> but, um... And so and so V1 came out with a little slow phase. Listen, phase Raul Raul was off. He was celebrating his sister his uh his sister getting married. He I don't were you there coaching? Were you there coaching Raul? I missed a couple games. Uh, okay, he missed a couple games. Listen, that's that's very big and important. Gen G they're in a little bit of a slump right now. But to say that EU is just that much clearer than NA right now, that's just too much fair. I'm not liking it. I'm not liking that sound. Okay. You but, mean to tell me that V1 can't beat y'all? Can V1 beat y'all? Oh, they can. Okay, exactly. So they can, they can beat y'all. Can FaZe beat y'all? Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams can beat us. Oh, but you're not will confident they, in them beating you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Will they? Mm, okay. Oh, okay. But see, that's where that's where that's where the question becomes a little. It, there's a, there's a little bit of nuance there. Of course, you're not gonna say they can beat you. But I, say, I, I would say I would say something because uh, but but you're not gonna like it. I feel like mm. you know when you look at you know historically, uh, you know I might be biased, but I feel like if you look at results is historically, right? Europe has never missed an RCS slam, ever. A final? You go back to season one. Uh, yeah, RCS final, sorry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it has missed multiple. And you can go back to just last year, you know, Falcons, Moist finals. I don't see an A team in that. Um, outside of that, I feel like you guys, I mean, especially you, are doing a disservice to the region by consistently saying they're the better one when it's when the facts are going against it, you know, because we I feel like, I mean, you know, uh, you know, one, one thing, you know, players have to understand and, you know, that's something, you know, I try to uh, make my players understand. Like you can't be delusional about your weaknesses. You know, if you, if you keep saying to someone who's not the best, he's the best, he's not going to work harder to be the best by saying consistently that NA is the better region whether it's true or not but especially after five six seven years of european domination uh, internationally and it has won three worlds three worlds and one is season one like historically europe has been the better region and the more time goes on if you can't accept that and you can't you know go behind that uh fact <laughs> And the players it's just and it's gonna be like, all right. It's on the players. Yeah. Like if the players are believing it at this point, it's kind of this fault. Like you guys Dude. have to argue it. But you I have, mean, you guys have to argue it because there's an argument to be made. But surely the players don't actually believe that any. Oh better, right? I well, like. I, I do feel players are really really young and they're you know reading a lot of social medias and you know the fact that most podcasts, most uh, you know uh, most of the analysis desk is 
NA biased because you have more people coming from NA means that you know overall the community is gonna you know lean stronger on the side of NA. Okay. But then if you keep saying if you keep saying NA is better, NA is better, NA is better, even though you keep winning, keeps in winning events, like what's I feel like there is a bit of a disconnection and players have to work harder to earn that, you know, uh, title. I just, I just want to go real quick. I, okay. I've, okay. I've even said that EU was a better region overall, but that doesn't mean that they, they will always have the best team in the region. Oh, so like, like I, th I think their, I mean, their place, their play style has dictated a lot of things. Even when Genji came over, it was two European players who just started dominating North America. That was a clear sign that they did. You guys just play a better game of Rocket League. You guys play more together as a team. And I was like, yo, it, but we have, in my opinion, we have better individual talents. We have better individual talents across <laughs> the whole board. So we just played, we played better Rocket League. I guarantee you, and it would be better overall, but it's just selfish. So like, that's why we struggle. Yeah, but I mean, the, the fact that... <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody need to clip that! Somebody need to clip that! Guys, he, he just, he just, he straight he up. Jumped. He straight up. He said, whoa, that's a lot of He said, that's a lot of information. <laughs> Bro. He said, no, but, I mean, I mean, you know, Europeans have that, you know, mentality kind of thing. You know, the fact that, you know, Genji has two or three, you know, right now, North America has a lot of teams that don't have that many North American players. And some of them are at the top. Complexity is one, Genji is one. Sure, NA has produced amazing team historically. I'm thinking, you know, uh, Prime Energy, I'm thinking Prime G2. But overall, you know, uh, Europe has always been able to produce, you know, more uh, of those teams. And the fact that it took so long for, especially you guys, to admit that BDS which was the most dominant team ever, uh, you know, in season X. And to say, Europe was just so free that season. I kept hearing that that season. Europe was so free. Europe was, Europe was not. BTS was just so good, and they kept dominating. They didn't win the last event. Vitality did. Great for us. But mm. still, they were so consistent, and they kept mm. being good afterwards. And it took, you know, just because COVID hit, and we did not have international event, uh, for a long time, uh, it took the first international event for everyone to admit, okay, maybe BDS was actually good. But Europeans knew that for a long time. It's just, you had to face the fact at some point, if, if, if a team is able to dominate that long a region, they're really, really good. And, and Europe has produced those teams way more okay. consistently than North America. Okay, it's it's uh, it's it's a uh, forever. Oh gosh. Okay, okay, Johnny boy. Listen, I understand you talk you, you talk to Johnny. Yeah, you talk to Johnny. He's been he's been he's been gassing you up or something like that. Listen, I think it's a both and conversation. When BDS was dominating, I wasn't a believer in Europe because that's when you a whole bunch of people in all CSX that were good that were all right all right to good in EU. A lot of those players aren't even near the top right now. Are you near the top right now? I think that's very See, imperative. You don't need to. I mean, I was, uh, just, I was just, a just player. Just because I made an RLCSX Okay, region, well, Lacto, I'm be honest. I, I didn't know you were still playing in RLCSX, <laughs> man. I thought you were done in season nine. But, 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 the, point, but the, point I'm, the point I'm making is, the, 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 point, the point I'm making is, like, a lot of those players, EU, I think it's, I think it's more than fair to say EU 
at the top in RLCSX was BDS dominant for consistency forever you want to say they had a couple teams below that were alright to good y'all played great in the RLCSX championship I think y'all popped off that was completely different vitality team y'all have been looking very mean. I mean very you, you say you say you but back then i was playing on the different roster actually oh wait never mind so i don't remember see look see look i don't remember who's playing no more and so and then that was a long time ago so then yeah a very long time ago and, and then oh, so now good. and then so now what i'm talking about uh because i don't think anybody on here nowadays nowadays screams because we got humbled unfortunately because g2 lost but but what? um i don't think anybody now nowadays on here i think it's just a little propaganda by people who don't be listening um, they, um, we just started about, go about saying NH is better. I don't think any of us do that. I think we recognize how great EU is, more so than we ever have. And we'll admit it, Vitality probably best team in the world. Carmine, arguably, second best team in the world. You want to put BDS in there, third, fourth, fifth, Liquid in there. Like, that's fine. But we're talking, like, overall, because there's a bit of this conversation about EU depth. And this is where I distance myself. Because when you got Sam teams moving over, when you got people from EU moving over, Whatever you want to call it, NA just has so many teams, one through eight. One through eight, in my opinion, that can really do some damage, especially if they all can make the major. EU, EU, I don't think y'all got that. And I'll be honest, uh, I don't think y'all I don't think y'all have had it. Uh, I think y'all always we, have like two but two of the great teams. Like last year, take example. Last year, talk riddle riddle me this. Last year. Last year, EU to me mm -hmm. was BDS. Once they picked mm -hmm. up Seiko, especially, and then it was moist. No, everybody mm -hmm. else it just felt like okay, they have a good tournament. Eh, it never really felt like anybody else could do something, especially animated. Like you, like you weren't going to a major and pick two other teams to win that. But then, and, I, and mean, I could have picked G two, I could have picked Phase, and it was kind of like the same thing. But then, I, next thing, I'll go to next time, next part, I'll go an A team before I go EU team, or maybe I'll go Furia above that. You know what sure, I'm saying? I think they're what, pretty evil. I think they're, I think they're pretty equal. But then, why was the final of the spring major? Uh, Without NA teams, you know, it's in terms of results because Moist Europe... was one of those teams, though. Moist was one of the teams that was the best in the game. Moist was top yeah, three, yeah, and and Carmine was uh, top four or something, right? Uh, oh. Only only uh, the best North America at that tournament uh, team was V1, and I don't even think you can. They really finished third, them. huh? Yeah, I think they finished third. Yeah, no, I yeah, so... they... They they the but, uh, and and overall, I oh, think you, spring, you, you, spring. You, oh yeah, sorry, you, I was like, like uh, overall, you want, you want to talk about depth, but I think right now Europe is in a very specific situation where a lot okay. of extremely talented players are not playing. Uh, they're on the bench. They are not playing. They will be playing next season, and Europe will find another depth again. But right now. And even right now, I do feel there is depth. It's just that you are not accustomed to see some of the players, and uh, you just feel, you know, they're new. So obviously, they're not as good. Some, some of them, I mean, obviously, you know, when, 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 when I see the regionals, and 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 I see some teams making top six, uh, it's a bit surprising. But with the way brackets work and stuff, that can happen. Uh, mm. It's not like they're winning the event or they're not, you know, making top top three or whatever. That can happen. That has always happened in Europe. And uh, and mm. yeah, right now, but we don't have maybe as much depth as we have in the as we had in the previous splits, but it's gonna come again because we have a lot of talent uh, waiting on the side and that okay. are gonna come back playing you know next season anyway. I can so. see that. I can see that because they definitely do have more talent than us in, as individuals. Roll, I was with you on, on and they have more talent about two years ago. They they pass us up. They the <laughs> e, e, EU, EU is EU is the EU is the clear ta ta talent. They develop talent. I don't know what we do over here. But over there, they know what they're doing in terms of developing. And, uh, yeah, they got it going on. They definitely have more talent.
individually. I mean, it was kind of a fair take, though, from Rod is uh, after saying, sure, the perspective that NA have more talent, he then gave me something that I just outright wanted to put in swishy, fancy, black and white writing and put like on Pinterest, which was if they just played better Rocket League, we'd be better, you know? And frankly, that just broke it down perfectly for me um, when thinking about NA. Literally burnt the kitchen. That's how that's how beautiful that take was. I, I mean, I can sort of see where it came from, though. If you look through a different perspective, you know, you've got Guild beating Oxygen and making that top six, which uh, I think you were referring to, Farah. And another perspective, we could just say, look at that depth from Europe. Wow. Or, or you could just say, wow, Oxygen have really fallen off. But Oxygen would, would still go on to pr progress through the lower bracket and take Moist all the way to Game 7. Had that series gone the other way, we'd be looking at a, a very different standing still. Like, everything is still on coin edges. Like, it's that thin. And and that's why I feel like it's still possible that you get a bit embarrassed at the major. I think it's, I think it's very even. And eight teams with all that. There are all these NA teams with that talent still. I think it's even. I think it's even. But then I can already hear Johnny voice saying that if I Johnny, Johnny I can already hear people like Johnny, maybe even Ferris saying, oh no, because if it was clear that V1 or G2, which is that much better, I wouldn't say it's even. Nah, it's even. It's just even. I think I, I, would, I would give the edge to EU right now. I think that's EU's best region. After that, NA, mean, and everything else, there's a little bit behind. That's why that's, that's my honest opinions. Hmm. Uh, only thing I wanted to say was about the delusion take because <laughs> because to me yeah. now we have a lot of north american commentators and i i already know right now but outside of us three here they're not they're not going to be biased toward the region i'm the most unbiased person on the talent team uh okay you are. <laughs> yeah okay uh, <laughs> but in terms of everybody else I like we could put all of them on here and they will all take they will all hop on the vitality train, the EU train as quickly as possible. So I don't know about all that. I don't think they're that dilute. In terms of us, I think that's selective hearing. Because sometimes like everyone always hears when we say the outlandish stuff, but they never hear it when we give people props and credit. It's always, oh, they said this, oh, X player didn't live up to the hype. Let me make a YouTube video about uh, that. Woo woo woo. I know, making like, money off of us. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, but, it's all the negative. Whenever we say, Oh yeah, this team is good. This team is radio silent. <laughs> We hear this all the time. You can't hear that put that part. in a thumbnail, Daz. You can't put that in a thumbnail. Right, right, right. So I'm just stating that whatever blah 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 yep yep move on um <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's i mean my, my point was just being you know uh overseeing you know the long-term uh, oh, arguments like i've point. seen about like, like how point. ana has always been on the level of you whether but like you know historically it's just not true and uh mm -hmm. ana has produced like amazing teams you know uh energy uh g2 by the past um, phase recently, but the fact that yeah we keep hearing the the regions are equal, I feel like right now it's not really the I case. Like, I like, like Europe point. is slightly like is slightly stronger, and, uh, yeah. and 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 accepting this will make North America stronger because they will you know work harder to reach us. So. I like that point. Atomic, you're terrible. And G two, y'all need to get it together. Atomic's no longer near nowhere near the best player in the world. No, not even close. Atomic, you heard me right here. Oh, wait, I need wait. you to go ball out, man. I need you. Wait, need so we need we need top five players right now. Top go ahead, five players in the world. Yeah, got top five players in the world. It's it's Matera, it's Zen, it's Alpha, it's Monkey Mood, and it's uh it's uh Atto. There we go. Top five EU. 
High five you, N A R. I'm about to go to bed. Absolutely terrible player. Not a yard good. Yeah, but again, I'm about to go to bed. He used clear. What happened to this guy, bro? Who is he? He used clear. Listen, I'm taking Ferris advice. Ferris advice. Take his temperature. Oh my goodness. I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, like if you look at two of the three World Championship NA has won. It was like by underdog teams, you know? So maybe that's uh, the solution. Uh, yeah, maybe it is. Yep. <sighs> NA, we're always insane. behind. We need to stay humble. Insane. Keep our heads down, stay humble. EU's just better than us. Simple and plain. There you go. Simple and plain. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if they could put that on a thumbnail, Bates. We gotta. I don't know. I don't know. They're gonna, they're gonna be like, Why well, a thumbnail? I'm being completely serious. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, wow, okay. I'll let the chat take some time to process that. We're gonna go to No Ceilings, which is Moist taking down Liquid and El Splashico rematch. Moist currently at 24 points for the spring split. We got the Moist highlight package. And. Farah, have you played this moist team over the course of the the spring split? What, do you, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, we've yeah, we swept them at last regional. Um, I think they're a bit behind. Like they're a good team. Uh, I think we have their number right now. Like genuinely, uh, we've beaten we've beaten in an online tournament. We've beaten then again this weekend. Um, they're a good team, but I think they're they're lacking a bit something. I, I, that's why I said earlier, you know, that there is a top four right now. I don't count most in it. I think most is the probably clear top five, the the, the fifth team in Europe. But I think they're a bit behind compared to the other four. Um, they did beat beat Liquid, um, which is which to me was a bit of a surprise. But um, yeah, I think they're a bit behind the the, the current top four. Mm. I mean, I, I think it's fair when you consider that. You know, that last regional, it was game seven overtime. I bring it up again. Oxygen could have won that against Moist, and we wouldn't be anywhere near as down on Oxygen if they had have. And Moist would have been in such a scarier spot going into regional three of this split, the Invitational. They have looked great, but it is definitely a silver lining. And that Vitality series, you know, they took a timeout and they just got shut out twice, and it was a 4-0. They only scored two goals in the whole series. Like, Oof. it's a double-edged sword. This team. Yeah, they got a little close. That even that oxygen, even that oxygen um, series. I put fifty. I put fifty thousand channel points down on oxygen right there too. Just because the odds were just that great. It was like eighty percent moist. I wanted. I wanted the odds. I wanted to be. I wanted to be uh two hundred. I want to have two hundred fifty thousand points channel points. It didn't work out for me though. Uh, of course, Joe Yoyan never getting a W right there. But I mean, they're a good team. They. I think. I think. They, I think they have. Room to improve, and I'm along with Ferris. Ferris thought process where there's a top four and then Moist five, and then like Oxygen like a six, but Moist that definitely has some room to improve in order to yeah, become like I a think consistent, it's, consistent it's top four. It's been pretty close, I think, with the teams below them. I mean, we saw that this weekend with uh, with Oxygen almost uh, beating them. I think they are right now in a great position to make the ma the major, but I also feel like you know, it can get scary, like, especially when you have, uh, you know, some players who have very little experience on, on LAN, on their roster, and, you know, on qualifying for LAN. I'm thinking about Juicy, I'm thinking about Cash, who's always struggled with the third regional kind of thing. Um, they're in a great position, but they can mess this up, and other teams below them can, you know, take uh, that spot away from them. So they have to be really careful. 
Yeah, I, I could see that too. Uh, on the other side of it, you know, we're talking about moist, we're talking about oxygen. Uh, the biggest thing here for oxygen is our oxygen no longer continues without rise. Oxygen currently is 17 points to split. They got to make a run. Uh, we'll do scenarios next week for sure, but it's not really looking good for them. They need to win and they need help, basically. Um, the initial, what's the initial takes uh, about oxygen's chances of making the major? Uh, I just want to go around the room and start with Raul. No, they're not going to make the major. Uh, I don't think this team is going to be consistent enough to make the major. And uh, yeah, I mean, I have a question after everybody else goes, but yeah, that's that's basic. I mean, it's just tough, so I guess I guess not. I mean, <laughs> they keep losing close series, but uh, I think if they improve, they could be a, have an outside chance looking in at doing some damage at the World Championship. They, I mean, they're right there losing Game 7s to Moist, losing... Who did they lose to in the first regional? They lost, like, a Game 5, Game 7 to somebody, BBS or some of those type of lines. Um, mm. they're, they're, right, they're right there. It's got work on a couple things. Yeah, it was BDS, lower bracket round two. Lacto? I'll entertain the thought, but uh, like you say, so much has got to go their way now. It would have been such a different scenario had that been the four-point swing, right? Where uh, Moist would have been on 22, I think it would have been, and Oxygen would have been on 19 instead of 17. Now they pretty much need a top three and to beat out Moist and PSG by two rounds, which, you know, some of the players and ex-Evil Geniuses in Tundra, they, they've got a habit of not performing in regional three it is possible it's just i don't know whether i think oxygen can get top three it means they've got to be at least one of bds liquid calming vitality probably two like it i i can't see it now yeah um it's gonna be really hard and i think the their main struggle is not really you know who they're losing to in the lower bracket is who they're losing who's they're losing in the to in the in mm -hmm. the upper they've been yep. upset i think twice in a row um, they can be good, but losing to those teams just makes things so much harder for them. Um, and uh, yeah, they need to be more consistent against you know teams that are considered uh, weaker than them uh, in order to just even have a chance to make it. Otherwise, they just won't make it. Uh, spring open, they got swept by Hogan mode. They sent them to the lower bracket, and then we talked about the game five loss to BDS, uh, and then in upper bracket quarterfinals, they lost a five to Guild. And then they went all the way to <clears throat> winning or going to that game seven with Moist and lower bracket quarterfinals before they exited the tournament. Uh, I'm saying no. Uh, I just, it's the inconsistency at the end of the day for me. Uh, I think the team has a lot of potential, but they're not showing it right now. So that's kind of, that's where I'm at with Oxygen. What's this question you had, man? Yeah, Raul. My, my biggest question for, for Oxygen for y'all is like, why why so we had oxygen before with Oli when they pulled up to the major they were actually a pretty good team like they they were taking games consistently and i honestly I, like a lot of people saying they got upset Oli performed on land so why drop Oli if you're gonna pick up rise and then rise is complaining that they're not trying enough and this is can't be a team that they can win on when everybody thought this team was gonna be a super team just to drop like rise leaves then so like where where do you think it all went wrong team dynamic wise that they just trolled when they had rise like they had potential 
Like, why drop Oli if you're just going to troll with Riot? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, know the answer to that question. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they have done a great run with uh, Oli for a while. Um, I, I think they just saw Rise as an upgrade and just went for it, but didn't, you know, realize the... I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know, behind the scenes, uh, really. So... Maybe some internet conflicts are, I don't know, but still, you know, when you make a change like that, you have to, you know, even work harder. Uh, whether or not, or not that was the case, I don't know. And uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a bit weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of ironic to me uh, because there are there were rumors of internal conflicts at uh, San Diego, but the thing about it was they were all friends. So I didn't understand that. So that was a little weird to me. I mean, being friends and being, you know, in a competitive team is... Uh, two players, two complete yeah. different things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and usually, you know, uh, you know, when things will get rough, the friendship is not going to help save that, you know. Mm -mm. If you start losing, you're not going to be friends a very long time unless you, you know how to solve things up. And I think that's where they struggle with, mm. I guess, I assume. I don't know. I assume. Okay. I mean, it's kind of your, it's kind of Ferris' fault though. It had to have been the elimination to Vitality, right? At the major, the, the three-one loss, the game one overtime, as well. Just starting that series on a bad note, and I don't know. It was a bit of an identity crisis, you know, when when Rise left, Rise kicked, and then you bring in EXO, best available player, and then things don't start hot, and that's when you start to to question yourself and your ability as a player not just was the move right for us but you know am i as good as i thought and it takes a bit of spiraling like that as a player before you can sort of oh. reverse the process and work your way back up it's 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 tough yeah is that come from personal experience no because i never started getting on the way back up to be honest space i just <laughs> i just continued down um, but i knew i know i know what i, oh I, I need to do um and the good thing is for oxygen is i think they are They've certainly stabilized, at least. So we know yeah. they've got the talent. So they stabilized. I want to add on the roles thing real quick because they weren't the only team that made a move that was quote unquote considered an upgrade in Europe. G one did when they kicked Mark for Oli, and now there there's no shot. Like, at least to me, there's no shot they're making the major here. Uh, we don't even talk about them anymore. Uh, they finished in the same sure. spot two events in a row, and it's just one of those things again where you look at it and you're just like, okay. You're starting to question stuff. Why did this happen? You know, you went from being a major contending team to getting knocked out lower round two back to back. It's just, it's one of those things that is just kind of perplexing when you look at it. Um, that being said, we will see which teams in Europe do qualify for the spring major next week. And then, of course, we're going to talk about scenarios and things like that uh, into the next week. Uh, we're going to move on and talk about South America and other things. But Farah uh thank you so much for joining us here for the show today we want to obviously get your get your thoughts on things and and see how things um around europe and around the world we really appreciate you coming on and definitely giving us your takes i mean thanks thanks for having me that was uh, that was great fun yeah. Ah oh, man he can't see the ft top 10 he'll have the comment he'll have the comment he'll have the comment on us <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> we'll oh, see yeah. if he's happy where vitality is oh gosh that's gonna be uh, i wonder I don't even know if he wants to see it, so. 
I hope so. I think I think Liquid might make it this time. Uh, I, I, yeah, I hope Liquid's. I, I'm here now. I hope Liquid's in there, bro. I'm I'm dipping out the scene if Liquid's not on that list. <laughs> I just said I'm here. Like his one vote made something different, bro. They're supposed to be on the list, bro. Whether or not you're here or not, it's all about a transferring the information over. I ain't gonna lie. He said blah, that. And I was blah, like, blah, did, blah. I, did I put him nah. on the list? I think I did. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your time. Thanks for joining us on the show. Congrats on all the recent wins, and we will, of course wish you the best moving forward. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, we're down to four. Talacto, strap in. You're with us for the rest of the show. Which only, well, listen, we're approaching our cable network time. Don't look at the clock. Right now, look at the screen. <laughs> South America is what we're talking about right now. Ninjas in Pajamas win the Sam Spring Cup. Crew got swept by W7M Esports in the lower finals. We got an NIP package to kind of talk about. Talacto, you've been watching South America Rocket League? I mean, I have to watch it in the morning in the VODs, so I tend to just quickly go through the VODs. It's just fantastic. Ever since Secret re-entered the scene, obviously, I had a bit of a soft spot. It's far from the team that shock upset BDS at the Spring Major last year. Still can't believe oh, yeah, that you series team quite happened. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's now weird to see Secret struggling. It's nice, you know? It feels like there is so much talent in the South American region, and it's not just inside the top three or four teams. I mean, even look at teams like ERA, this most recent lower bracket, they could have won that game seven against W7M, and it could have been them making a run all the way to grand finals. Like, people cannot sleep on South America, and it's why I wanted to ask how Farah felt about if he potentially runs into a team from Sam uh, with Vitality. Because I don't think he's concerned. They're not... uh, yeah, sure, but you can't <laughs> sleep on them, Bates. You know, that's the thing, right? If you do your prep, you shouldn't be concerned. But if you don't give them the respect, they are going to embarrass some teams. They could. Yeah. They could also the just flop. <laughs> yeah, but... How many they, times they, has that happened? One of them usually does, but, like, there's always a Sam team that's performed. When's the last time Sam bombed out of a LAN? It hasn't happened in a minute. It's... They always pull up. They're always discredited. <laughs> there's always teams that just overlook them, and then they come and smack you in the face. Do you feel like there's some bracket magic there? Yeah. Always? There's <laughs> so, always bracket magic? There's always a little bit of bracket magic in that. It's a ability to avoid people. I don't think necessarily it's going to be the same case this time around. But I do think that Crew, is, even if Ninja's Pajamas won, I still think Crew's the best team in Sam. I think they had a bad day. That's fair. I mean, you got to remember that the top of points in Sam will play Mina. So that's going to be a fantastic matchup where one of them makes it to quarterfinals anyway and probably plays well, either EU2 or NA5, I think it is. Mm. Right now, points 44 for Crew, 41 for Ninjas and Pajamas. Secret just behind with 37, and W7M Esports with 35. Uh, an era with 31, but it kind of... True neutrals in that conversation because they can obviously make it if they have help. They're at 26. It's not really looking too good for them. Everybody else, they there's no chance it. of them making the spring major. Only two teams from Sam can go to Boston. And we'll find out what that looks like very soon. But, yeah, race still kind of tight as ever over there on the side of Sam. Uh, there's a question. Is this a case of depth or inconsistency with uh, Crew beating W7M for one upper semis? Or, or I guess what 
W7M and their performance as well. Uh, I think you kind of alluded to it a little bit, Tylac. Though uh, we're gonna play, we're gonna run mm -hmm. the the W7M package. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I just think this is such an exciting team, especially with Royals sort of coming in. He's got so much experience, and that's when you ask about the depth, right? right. It, it's definitely depth. It's not just an upset because you see the changeover in teams and it's something that maybe it's a european perspective but a high changeover in teams that actually make the regionals is almost certainly you know an indicator of depth and we see that so much with south america and there's very few they players have. who have been able to hold on and stay at the top unless they move to na you know it's tough na still has nrg making top fours but we we shouldn't talk about na because we're here to talk about Sam. And the fact that Crew, who are meant to be the best team in the region, I agree, and on paper they still should be Bates. You know, you can see how where W7M had them in this series. And there are a number of teams, I'd say top six in Sam, are all capable of beating each other on their day. That defense was abysmal. And a lot of the goals in these packages don't matter, region. The defense, I'm just shaking my head. What are you doing? Um, I will say that it is a case of death because... Sam, naturally, if you still had complexity in figure year, you would be, be talking about four or five teams that are major contenders, yeah. that are world championship contenders that could do some damage. That region is the third best region in RLCS. It goes EUN, EUNA, Sam, in my estimation right now. And with, with Mina probably coming in at four. And they got a lot of teams. They have a lot of teams. I'm waiting for the day where they have more major spots or just more incentive for those great teams to stay in Sam. So rather than coming mm. out to NA, cause I think also it just has uh they have the ability to then galvanize the region, increase that fan base, increase that viewership, and increase that engagement. More people will watch Sam now if Furia had stayed, if Complexity, if True Neutral originally had stayed. More people would tune into that, and that would just don't be more That's eyeballs. True. Every single time they make a name for themselves, though, they come to NA. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of players that are really mechanical there that can really upset and make things happen. And they have high peaks. They have high peaks. Now, naturally, going with that, ain't they, I think this is why a lot of people say I hate on them. Naturally, going with that, when you lose those great, great teams that have defined themselves and have proven themselves throughout the year, there's going to be turnover, but it's not going to happen as fast as people think. So when Crew and Secret... Secret and Crew both had good runs so far. Secret, I think, was a little bit of an anomaly. Easier bracket, and they were playing great defense. That's why I was surprised when Crew has overtaken them. Secrets were playing a lot of defense as of late. And that's not going to necessarily get the dopius. Crew is playing more offense. They're getting a little bit better. I think naturally, as it keeps going along, they're going to be the team that could finish top eight at the World Championship. And I think they'll be very much so in that conversation. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's depth, and uh, we've seen this time and time again where South American teams always show up, and there's always this other team that just comes out of nowhere, and they prove themselves at a land. That South America is just getting better and better. It's just depth. Yeah. And we all, we're all in agreement on that one in terms of uh, Sam Death. We'll see which two teams represent South America in Boston soon. And we'll talk about that once it happens. And speaking of Boston, let's shift over to Mina to see who will represent Mina in Boston. Because right now, we got a race going on here in the Middle East. Rule one, Falcons are twisted minds. Pick your team. Pick how you feel. Like, yeah, you got twisted minds in there. I yeah, mean, they're, they're, they're they have 41 points I know, or 39 that's what I'm points or something. 
Yo, we got we got Senzo. Senzo said, "All right, bet. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna create my own little dynasty over here." And, uh, I'm still I'm the mindset that Senzo should have never left Falcons, but that's just me. That's just me. I don't know how other people think about that rule. Ooh, ooh it's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just still all about trying to envision the timeline where everyone's talking about rule one of the Falcons. What if twisted? Like, just it's not gonna happen, but it's not impossible. It actually isn't. We're basically saying that Twisted Minds has to beat Falcons and Rule 1 in the same weekend. Yeah, they've beat them both. They've done both, yeah. It's not impossible. No, but, but they have to the win. The safe money is, yeah. <laughs> it's it's got to be Falcons, right? I mean, surely we're in agreement. Oh, here. I'm going they've Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons. Yeah. Now I'm basically going with the won Game 7, and Rule 1 just dropped out of lowers. Like, for me, it's going to be tough for them to come back. Uh, yeah, I think that's a little telling. Rule 1, all the cards. Falcons, Fal Falcons, they passed over. They passed over the breakfast, and you didn't finish it. You didn't finish it. The plate was not clean. That's the that's the way I that's the way I envisioned that. Mm. You left some crumbs in the Falcons. They had a little bit. Of, they had a little bit of crumbs they could eat. They got a little more energy, and now they're right back in the running. And I don't think you give a team like that a second chance. And I think the Falcons, they're still the kings of mean. I rule one. They're right there with them. And I think to me the distinction between the two was that Falcons have been getting that international land experience. Rule one has it. So when the pressure gets tight. When the when lands on the line, Falcons, they know how to do it. They've done it before. They've made it every single time. Rule one has yet to do it. It's gonna be hard to beat a team in that such as Falcons in that type of moment. I got Falcons. Glad, glad to see you flip flopping here, Bates. I, I didn't I flip flop. Yeah, you did. You did. You picked rule one earlier the split. You picked rule one. You said No, I picked Falcons good. initially. And then you switched to rule one. Then and I then switched, you switched to, to rule one. So you're flipping. Well, I said, okay, okay, but I said we, that sadly, though, because I didn't believe that rule one was the best team. I thought Falcons threw. And I said, mm, rule one, they made the grand finals for the past seven of them. Surely they don't surely throw. Surely they right? make it, right? So you surely had rule one, and now it. you're taking Falcons back. So by definition, you are flip flopping. That. I went with logic. I went with logic. I, 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 I can't predict that. But guess who did? I did. And I stayed with the Falcons. Who fly? It's sore. Yeah, said, everyone I left did. a little a little food on the plate, and now the Falcons picking it back up. But uh, this is this is exactly it was telling. It was gonna happen. These it two was young, not telling. You these, could not these, predict these three this. Three young guys. Stop that, it. Well, I did. Stop it. I did. You okay, you, no come on. You How can you go with the proof? The proof's in the pudding. I did. Wait, wait, this is wrong. This is wrong right now. Yeah, uh, I knew Falcons would bounce back. Like we had, we saw them. Like y'all was going. No, it's not about Falcons. All that flip -flop, he knew. He knew. He knew. Rule one was gonna throw. He knew rule one was gonna throw. Everybody thought it was on the rule one train. I stuck with my boys, Falcons. Now y'all just finally see. What I see, so, yep, uh, yep. and now you're coming over to join the dark side. It's okay. Stop it. It's okay. Stop it. We knew what was going to happen. No, Wait, me, should you, you go? need a moment. No, we're, no, no, we no, don't. We, we don't do this. This is this is this is what we do. <laughs> um, I'm staying with rule one now. I think uh, I think I agree. Falcons are the kings of Mina. I'm not denying that, but I feel like. It's time for some fresh faces to represent Mina on the stage. I think it would also kind of be good for their region internationally if Rule Run makes it too, just for them to have more land experience come World Championship. Yeah, it'll be good for the region. Yeah, and I think they're gonna uh, earn it. They're gonna earn it though. Earn it. Falcons they're gonna let them have it. And I, I, be <laughs> I believe in them. I believe in them. So I, I'm gonna go Rule One on this one. Uh, Talaka, did you pick? Did you did you pick? He did. He picked Falcons. He picked Falcons. Yeah, I said straight away. All right. I do. I do think if Rule One makes it, that they'll have a better run. Like, I think they'll they'll catch a lot of teams by surprise. Yeah. Uh, we are 20 hours, 30 minutes away from kickoff uh, for the MENA Invitational. Shout out Liquipedia for that. 
Yep. Uh, also, shout out uh, <laughs> Sky, who works behind the scenes for that. She uh, gave us a fun fact before we started the show today, saying the reason why they start on Thursdays is because technically their weekend is Friday and Saturday. Sunday is the start of a new week, so that's one of the reasons why they end up starting those on Thursday. So, but, uh, thanks, Sky, for the fun fact. And yes, uh, that'll be really interesting. We'll keep it kind of like locked in on all the other stuff going on this weekend to see which one of those teams represents the Middle East and Boston. Speaking of other representation, let's shift to OCE because it's just about as crazy over there too. It's a three-way tie right now at OCE. Ground Zero Power Pioneers all sitting at 44 points. Two of those teams can make it to Boston as we're going to do our, our, our magic, I think maybe. Like, are we going to show the standings? I don't know. That's one of the beauties of live production. That won't kick off perfect. until for another day and 12 hours away. Uh, how are we feeling about OCE? Give me your two teams you got representing them in Boston, Tylak, though. It's got to be Pioneers, right? The Pioneers recovery. They play with a sub, I, I though. sad. Yeah, but, but it, it doesn't matter it because they're still going to be at least... They're going to at least be top three even when they show up to the Invitational. I'm really sad because I'm worried that Power aren't going to make it and I want Power to make it. So I'm going to say Power as well. Um, not that I don't like Ground Zero. I just I just can't see Power slip like this again. Well, I got Power. I still believe Amphis is the best player in that region. And then behind that, I got... Mm. Give me Ground Zero. Give me Power and Ground Zero. Give me Power and Ground Zero. That's what I'm rolling with. What? That's what I'm rolling with. Power and Ground Zero. Give me those two. Give me Ground those Zero two. Just got four owed by a sub. Okay, listen. Pioneers had a buff. A buff? What buff? A sub, sub buff? buff? That's yeah. a that's a thing. It is. <laughs> okay, the last time that was a thing was Turbo was still playing. All right, that is not. A, I don't know if that's a congruent with all regions here, but I'm gonna take pi Pioneers and Ground Zero. I don't. I don't think Power makes it here. Hmm. Uh, that's the fair take, Brad. Surely. I mean, I know that I agreed with it, but Daz, I don't know how you feel. Uh, Give me Power Pioneers. I'll do Power Pioneers on that one. Okay. OCE. Actually having three teams to pick from for once. Congratulations, yeah. OCE. Now, can any of them do anything on land? That's the question. That's a real question. <laughs> I'm picking Power because I just believe that Power has the best chance of doing something at land. I agree. I agree with that. That's fair. There you go. I just... uh. They've had the, the three teams, but I agree they're going to do better this time because it's quite difficult for them to do worse than last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like EU and CRL. <laughs> we don't, we're not meant to talk about that yet. Oh, that we're getting there. Uh, it's there. Yeah, it's we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's not that far away. Obviously, you guys know we are, we are over our cable network slot, but there are some things that we just have to get to over the course of this stream. It's going to be a little bit of a tone shift here because this is something we need to talk about, and that is JNAPS. Uh, Poppin' Naps made a tweet discussing what had happened to JNAPS. Uh, basically, uh, actually, we have the tweet here. I can just read it out. This is from Papa Naps. Sad day in the Napman house as a result of a wildfire, JNAPS and Jeff, who's JNAPS' brother, uh, house was completely destroyed. Jeff and Jacob were evacuated with just the clothing on their backs and family pets. All their possessions and family treasures were lost, all safe. So, unfortunate for JNAPS. Glad he's safe and everything, but that is definitely something that 
you know, we want to bring attention to and talk about because that is, it's very, it's just very sad, just in general, just for something to happen like that to JNAP. So, of course, we send our love and support and definitely want to give you guys a chance to speak on that if you want to. I just want to say everybody needs to support the Naps family. Mm-hmm. Throw some hearts in the chat. One of the, leg- one of the legends of the game, one of the goats of the game. You can arguably put him on the Mount Rushmore, even though he doesn't have a world championship ring. He's got a whole bunch of other rings, a whole bunch of other championships underneath his belt. And I mean, le- and Rock League is all community. We're all family. Something, something, something happens to any of us. I, I, I would expect all of us to join together and band together and just really show Naps and his family some love, guy. Because I mean, I can only imagine. I, I, I like there's just little things that. You accumulate over time, little things that really matter. And back in Louisiana, back in 2016, there was a massive flood that occurred, took out a lot of people's houses. I was luckily spared, but I, I, I know how that feels. I know how that affects families and just really show that their family and us the support. They're some of the best people in the community. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about what Naps does on the pitch. He does what he does off the pitch. Great, great leader, great mentor, and a great advocate for Rock League and his family. They embody that in every, every other way. So much love to JNAPs. Yeah, Second I mean it's night. important. It's, it's terrifying when I mean, you think about the wildfires, Alberta, Nova Scotia too. And it's so easy to forget that you know we talk about these players, we watch them play. They're real people too, and it's important people know about that this because context, context, and their lives matter. You know, and and it's things like this that, like Bates Riley says, we need to come together as a community, and it's important people know to understand because the real world is out there and it's scary. Yeah. I, I, like if you ever met the Naps family in in person at Lands and stuff, they, you would know that they're always like the most genuine people. They they they're so kind at heart. So like reciprocate energy as a community. We gotta send love to them, man. I wish them the best. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can't add on to anything else that you guys said. You guys are definitely on top of it. Rockley's a family. We're all here. We're sending our love and support to JNAPS and just doing uh, as much as we can to support them moving forward. And of course, we wish that for JNAPS and everything, you know, they're able to just kind of recover uh, in a safe and healthy manner uh, at their own pace. Um, thankfully, too, for NAPS as well, you know, a lot, this, this extended kind of break due to crl and other things gives him a little bit more time to really kind of process that all so uh unfortunate circumstance but i'm just glad that he's safe and okay and has that time to kind of process that yeah that's the most important part of it all mm-hmm. yep um so yeah make sure you, if you guys uh interact with them just you know just show them some love their way and some support if and where you can uh we're gonna shift back though <clears throat> into something uh it's a the first touch top 10 which, as we all know, has been very dramatic over the course of this split. Uh, and it's been updated uh, a lot. We're going to see whether or not Liquid made the list here. Tell that you're going to be joining us. We got the cams here. We're going to be sitting there mm. on the side. As we unveil the top 10, do we troll? I don't know. Wait, hold on. Before we unveil the top 10 chat, does Liquid make the list? Once <laughs> in the chat, if Liquid makes the list, or two if they don't. Well, at least yeah, there's not gonna at, be the single two. At least we got a chronic at the bottom. Like he's, they're here. We got a chronic. Well, we got some liquid representation. <laughs> they're here. They're, they're we got me. We made sure to make sure liquid makes it. <laughs> oh lord. All right, Demar. Let's see what the FT top ten is looking like. Remember, the FT top ten list is fluid. It switches up every single two weeks. We watched through the whole entire RLCS. Number After ten is the Spring moist. Cup. 
and then we throw the list up together. It's always gonna change. It's always changing. <laughs> like to already lose his mind, moist uh, tip. I just want to say I was not a part of any of these these, these averages. He just was disclaimer, it. disclaimer. SSG at number nine. Not bad for SSG. <laughs> complexity at eight. <clears throat> I'm actually kind of surprised at eight. Complexity at eight. GG oh at God. seven. <laughs> what's happening it. here? Uh, what's it? What's it? Six. BDS at six. Wait, is Liquid on the list? <laughs> Liquid's not here again. <laughs> no, no. Number five, version one. Interesting. Wait, wait. wait. wait I'm what is happening? Hey, we got Liquid. Hey. <laughs> they didn't make the list last time, but they're top four. We got. Wait, like... wait. They had a worse result, and they're higher. <laughs> they're actually on the list and fourth. It's respectable. I feel like <laughs> phase at, at three. Vitality, Kermy. Okay. Carmine second, Vitality first. Carmine two. And Vitality at one. Chad, do we do it? I ain't gonna lie, this might be the best list yet. <laughs> we didn't have a meta team though. It's, it's, Ty said it's better. Ty, what would you change? Yeah, what, yeah, what would your yeah, list look it's like? It's definitely, it's definitely better than last time. You know, uh, you can argue about <laughs> Low the bar, top five. The, the, the top two is definitely right for me. I think I probably slide Gen G from seven to nine. I don't know if putting Moist there is fair. You know, just what to say, I'm a huge Moist fan. I love that team. I love the players on that team, and maybe that's why I'm harsher on them. But I, I don't think they're that convincing enough that they should be right there. Number 10, the question then becomes, who do you put them in their place? You know, do you put like a Falcons or, or an Optic? And there is a fair argument for them. So I, I feel like, honestly, that 10th spot might be one of the most difficult ones on the list to decide. Oh, mm, wait, okay. everyone, real quick, smile for the screenshot. No. All right, we're good. <laughs> I was not smiling. That's, that's not fine. Smile for the screenshot. <laughs> I, just need I will say, I think the list is I. It's a little off though. It's a, it's just, there's just no way Liquid's four. He doesn't four. see G two up there. There's no way Liquid's four. Liquid's got moved down some. Version one needs to move up. V one needs to be four. I like, I like, I like that. Um, complexity behind Gen G. I, I would put BDS a little lower. I put Liquid a little lower. I move Gen G and complexity up. Yeah, that's why I would. You can't do. put Gen G up. You know, I think it's fine. You can shift version one into four and put Liquid down. But like Gen G, just. I just it just feels weird having them above complexity in space station, but maybe I wouldn't maybe have Genji above complexity, but I think Genji having a having a bad split is SSG's on the come up a little bit. Maybe you wanna have SSG above Genji. I don't think I do that. I think I still have Genji above SSG. And I and I would have complexity above Genji as well Genji as well. But yeah. It's a little it's a little interesting. You got a lot of EU EU favoritism in here. I don't know necessarily if that's the case. And then I think I'm with you. Ten is a little interesting. Moist. Ah, you can have Moist in there. I can see it. You can also have a Falcons, maybe a Rule One, maybe I don't know. Crew, eh? Nah. Eh. I think eh. the only team there is like Falcons or Rule One. I think if Crew were controlling Sam, then they'd yeah, then you. Be they, on the but list. since it's like questionable, but same thing for Mina, since it's not clear that Mina Mina has a number one, then it makes it a little interesting. I think it's a top 10 solid. I think it's a solid top 10. It's very based. It's very based. Next, hopefully, hopefully in two weeks, maybe we can spice it up a little bit. It's a little too tame for my eyes, but it'll be okay. Okay.
interesting interesting so let us know obviously the tweet's gonna go out you let us know how you feel uh on the tweets who's your top 10 teams right now yeah yeah when you criticize the list make sure to drop your top 10 that's all i want to know because y'all be criticizing y'all be dropping 10 teams i want to know your 10 teams so let me know while y'all be talking all, all that talk i don't i don't agree with this team and this team no just drop a list how about that anyways like we said there's a lot going on and of course there is rlcs this weekend for mina and for other regions but nothing here on the main broadcast and this broadcast is going to show crl worlds which is about that time it's time to get into it crl begins friday northwood are your reigning crl world champions it feels like it's the northwood show going into this event i'm not gonna lie guys uh but of course you know tell like though you and your guys from europe are gonna come over and try to see if y'all can do some damage absolutely i mean there's still a handful of teams that can definitely probably only one european actually beat northward and don't get me wrong i think everyone here and all the chat would like to see them lose even if it's just in, in groups that won't happen of course but if you can't wait to see eu against na well you don't have to because it's here this weekend and nothing i say about eu is going to matter because it has to be taken with a heap of salt obviously i love my eu universities but last year if you weren't watching CRO wells well one you missed out and two eu didn't get a single team or university to playoffs and that's a really fun fact i'm just going to put it out there before it's pointed out by someone else they <laughs> lost every single series possible apart from one where keel swept columbia they look great but they would later go on to lose to columbia anyway mm. in a fashion that we don't talk about yeah you know we talked we talked on the show about eu and na a lot but it's definitely very clear uh the level between the two regions uh i think europe's greatest accomplishment in CRO worlds last year was tylaco getting teammates to eat beans on toast that was that was the best accomplishment we ended up having that one on cold video. as well i, I respect yeah. cold, the yeah. be cold beans yeah, let's eat it again in london bro like i don't know what the fascination with that is i don't want to like twice that that's wow wait what do you yeah. what do you rate it out of 10 dates i mean That'd i ate it cold though so it wasn't baked beans i mean you probably put you do a you put the toast, you actually make it real toast and not just bread. I think you just ate bread. And then right to lacto, yeah, I just ate bread. Actually do yeah, toast should, and then it, bake it beans. ideally be toast. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a, it sounds like a good snack. It's not a bad snack. It's not that bad. It's something where I just want to get something and feel, uh, put a little bit of energy in my body. Not too many calories. I'll do that. Mm. Or like a lunch or something like that. And then I go harder. Or go harder. I eat a bigger, more plentiful meal for supper or something along those lines. <laughs> nah, <it's not> <laughs> uh, let's, see, let's take a look at the CRO groups and bracket. Which group is the group of death? Both Northwood Blue and Northwood D. White are placed in group A. Is that B? Uh, D. I'm D. about to say, D is, the group B is of death. most definitely not. Okay. D, D for death. Yeah, D, D. No, D for really death. Is. I don't know, man. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause that's good. That's good. That's good. Y'all have a lot of favor in this Dr. Boomin team. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just because it's the four versus five seed. It's groups A and D are absolutely clear of B and C on paper. I think Berlin did well. Berlin did well by Berlin did well by being mid, by being mid in the playoffs. <laughs> they did well. Yeah, they got, they got to avoid group D. He learned a lesson. Did you think that was tactical? It might have been. It might, it might, nah, it might. I mean, there was definitely outright a top four in Europe for the whole season. We had almost no game sevens in playoffs. Like, it was so concise and well decided. But as the further and further we got in, it realized, 
and became quite clear that we had a top one, and that is Dr. Boomin School, based, of course, eh. in Hanover, Germany. They are absolutely clear of the rest of the top yeah. three. Oh, Amsterdam my gosh, you're just talking. Won't be with their main... <laughs> well, you can... I'm, I'm just talking about within the EU teams. I could still say they're going to lose to every NA team, Bruh. but they are, they are completely clear of the other EU teams. Only Hamburg seemed to give them any trouble. Hamburg beat them 6-0 twice, and they still lost the series 4-2. Hanover are a completely different breed of European university team to which we've seen this all last year. Were you saying that were you saying that before the playoffs started? Before the tournament? Before yeah, you, yeah, we could see you can see their roster no, on paper. No, you were saying that before the playoffs started. So you're picking them before Berlin? Better than Berlin before the playoffs? Every 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 single talent member on the European team had Hanover winning the tournament. And it wasn't close. And we weren't surprised. Interesting indeed. Interesting indeed. I see. I see. Hmm. It's gonna be so sad when they don't make it out of group D. But I will say, I will, I will, I will say, I will say that that Hamburg team, hey, oh, with Calix and them boys, they're mm. they're your best hope. They're your best hope. They upgrade. They upgraded um, since last year. They hadn't even a stronger roster in for with next, but he failed, so he dropped out, unfortunately for him. But that's good news for Hartman because Hartman comes back into the fray and he actually is really stepped up now i agree mm. you know he, he he ain't next and hamburg ultimately they were meant to be the best team in winter they didn't even win berlin did and they qualified first so credit to them um the issue for hamburg Bates is that they've got they've got both northwards and both northwards are in the same group and i don't know how i feel about that i know it's just unlucky it's just it's just it's, just, it's just simply unlucky yeah. for eu and in berlin the I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not seeing. And, and when I look at why, why the graphic go away? People have to know what we're talking about. Put the graphic back on. People put the graphic mm, back please. on. Where the graphic is. Because when we're looking at Berlin and Group B, I mean Group B is the easiest group, surely, right? It just is. It just is. It has to be. B and C. Easiest? I think B is really. Easy. I feel I think, like I think B is easy. C has Akron, Well, then right? C. You realize that Sedu. Columbia. Sedu are the bottom seed from Europe and Amsterdam sure they made grand finals but, but they, they, they don't have Vensi exactly they're going to be playing with Defsi who they did play with in winner and he's a great player but yeah, I mean I Vensi know, was the like, best player yeah he was the best player statistically <laughs> in, in <the laughs> so, <laughs> so that's going to be hard to match but I don't know I just because like Stockton Stockton had a more of a Ah, they had they had a light run through the LCQ I don't know I feel like three of the best four teams three of the best five teams in the yeah, LCQ, they're all on the same side of the bracket because, and I mean, people knew it was going to happen. It's just unfortunate. That's just how the LCQ runs. Like, in a way, now that I'm doing IRSC, IRSC, I know UTA, I mean, they're a right team, but I mean, they could put Stockton, put, put them on a the back burner a little bit. Stockton, I mean, the best competition was, guess, UTD or something like that, if I remember correctly in there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious what teams are you super sad that just missed out? Because I was heartbroken that Kiel didn't make it back and fix what they did to me last year. They lost both LCQ quality games in uppers and lowers. But I looked over at NA and I couldn't really believe that UTA and IRSC didn't even make it. Even the SDSU didn't make it in their place. Like Sinclair, the run they made, I, I don't know. It's. It's so great for those teams, but I feel sad for those that missed out. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's it's, it's tough. That's what the LCQ does. That's why you don't put yourself down there, because then it's just bracket, and then it becomes a, a day. It's hot, and it, everything changes. SDSU, I think, could have done more. Could have done better than a couple teams here. also think IRSC. IRSC could have done some real... Could have been some real competition for some teams. UTA, I, be I believed in them a lot throughout the year, but they... They just be lacking in some areas. <laughs> it's just they don't have the consistency that's necessary to be 
one of the best teams. Even if they were here, they would just bow out, give you eliminated day two, and just be bygones. Let bygones be bygones. But I think there's a clear best teams in the game. It's going to be interesting to see. But I do think that EU, they'll have, in my opinion, yeah, I think there's at least, there's a chance for two teams to make it. Yeah, I was going to say two teams. teams to make it I got two. Out, of, out of groups, which is something that y'all couldn't say last year. There's a chance. Now, if it happens. Hey, there was definitely a chance, was a chance. last year. Yeah. It's just, just every single I mean, single maybe you have one team. It was just Berlin. It was just Berlin, but unfortunately, they choked. You can tell me Kiel shouldn't have made it out of group. They I lost. like, though, you fell to your knees. We don't <laughs> yeah. forget that. Come on. How many they times lost. do we have to have this conversation? Yeah. But they were playing with their knees in game five after going three in the line. Like, come on. Like, who, who was that they lost it to? It could have been so... Valley, Valley Field, oh, the yeah. same Valley, Valley Field, Field. Fairness, who did, Valley Field, They the did magic. make top four. That was magic, They though. were up on Northwood. It, it was pretty magic. I'm just Valley Field was magic all weekend. Were... That was magic. I'm not going to you, you, you can't, you can't doubt that. It's okay, though. It's okay, though. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's fine. I think, matter of fact, there's three T's. I think that Hamburg, they're in a tough group. You put Ham If you put Hamburg in group B, and you put... Yeah. <laughs> Doc, yeah. And, and and then you put Hanover, you put Hanover, Hanover in group C. I think you have a guarantee too. I I like both of them. I think those are your two best teams. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think those are two of the best teams of you. Right. Cuz they play a lot of offense. Berlin, it's just very methodical. Mm, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to win games, but they're luckily in a very easy group, so it might they might be for their benefit just to get eliminated first round though when they play somebody from group A or D. Uh, roll this. Who do you have winning? We don't the know nothing about that. Mine, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good prediction. <laughs> Can anyone dethrone Northwood? Northwood trying to retain their CRL title. Like I said when I intro this segment, it looks like this is Northwood's tournament to lose. They have everything that they need. They've been consistent over the course of things. But my two analysts, Mr. Bates and Mr. Lacto, do you think there's teams that could take them down? Do they win again? How do you yep. feel? Oh, most definitely they got teams that can take them down. Yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. More, more so, more so this year than last year. When you say, Lacto? I, I completely agree. Yeah. There's teams that can beat them. I think there's five other teams, maybe five. four, that can beat them. But I still think they're probably going to win. Um, now I'd like to give Akron the credit that they can beat them, but Akron never lose. No, they, they never Akron beat can't beat they them. Lose. They always lose. They like always one lose four. four one. <laughs> always, it's like four different times they've lost four one to Northwood. I'm, I, I, I love Akron, but I can't. But they play, so, they play so tight though. It gives yeah. me like two one. They're, they're really close games. Yeah. They just can't. Yeah. They can't seem to beat. Them. But listen, we're on land now. You know, Tristan. You know, Buzz. It's fair. it's fair. Boys are going up buns. It might be a little bit different. But they play a physical four. game. Last only land for teams, two. man. The only teams I, I don't want to admit that Northwood White can beat Northwood Blue, but but it's probably true. They can. Um, they can. Columbia, we know they can. Whether they're gonna actually put it together on land, ah, I, don't I don't know. know. Fisher have the roster too, and of Fisher course, should Do be able to beat them. Exactly, and of course, Doctor Boomin can. So you know that's that's what matters. Yeah, just Doctor Boomin. I I think Hamburg got an outside chance looking in. I mean, I, Hamburg I are the sort of team that can 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 tilt them and throw them off their game. Hamburg are literally averaging nearly like five demos per game. It's, yeah, because they play so aggressive. But that's their problem, though. They play so aggressive that that that, that that's their that's their unbecoming. They they don't know how to yeah. slow down. Calyx needs to stop trying to go for demos for no reason. I yeah. honestly think that's why they lost to Doctor Boomin. That's just my opinion. If they realize that they need to just take a take a deep breath, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, the fact is, you look at individual talent in terms of like players that can make close qualifiers and deep runs into RLCS qualifiers. The only team to me on paper that is stronger than Dr. Boomin, or teams, it is Northwood, Blue, and Fisher. I think Dr. Boomin on paper are the third strongest 
roster in terms of individual ability. They've never lost a series in EU as this roster, but then, of course, they haven't been tested enough. How can they do it on LAN, let alone with the, you know, hopes, really, of EU on them? And last time we put the EU hopes on any of the teams, it, um, yeah, um, we know what happened. Yeah, we do know what happened. It was L. It was a massive one. And I don't want to put too much stock into him. I don't know. Boomin's interesting because I, I, I would want to see Boomin again going up against Hamburg in the finals. I know Amsterdam made it made it back to the grand finals and Boomin beat it, but I don't know. I, I don't think I think the Amsterdam team also with their full roster could have also been a really good team for y'all as well. Yeah, so it'll be it's interesting. True. To see. It's it'll just be so interesting tough to see. as uh, as a rounding thought for me. Really, is it's really tough to get an EU NA final um, unless like Doctor Boomin go through the lower branch of their group which if they are so good surely they'll maybe beat fisher and go through uppers so it, it, it could be tough to get an eu na finals and frankly we shouldn't be talking about that when we just need to get an eu team to playoffs yeah how about you get to the playoffs place? first you gotta slow down see look we just had fair on here saying we hype up na too much but see here we know we're just clearly better there's no conversation y'all y'all need to take baby stuff make the make the bracket first how about you do that? That's an accomplishment, y'all. Make the bracket first, and then anything else, you should be clapping, hooting, applauding, everybody there. Everybody there should be so happy. I hope y'all brought a whole entire European European armada. I hope there's 100 of y'all, just so y'all could be happy and have something to cheer for. I like it when y'all are happy. When Europeans are happy in the Rocket League, that means it's a good product. And I want you to be happy, Tylak, though. I don't want you being dropping to your knees. No more memes for you this year. Yeah. I, want you to be, I want you to be happy. Yeah, I, I actually only woke up from the pain that i went through i actually haven't really done anything other than sleep since that time so it's nice to come out really and and be able to talk about this because it's going to be better this time and that's why mm. you're gonna have to tune in this weekend as far as i'm concerned because it can't go any worse than it did oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see which teams take the the trophy or the medals going into CRL worlds as well as seeing whether or not i like will jump for joy or be on his knees in pain. You can tune in right here. Twitch.tv slash Rocket League this weekend for CRL World Championships. If you are in the Dallas area, this will be at DreamHack Dallas. So, if you were already going to DreamHack Dallas, congratulations. There's Rocket League happening all over the venue. That's not the only Rocket League event happening. I believe Rocket Clash is happening as well. So, be sure to keep it kind of locked in because there's a lot going on here. And we want to see what happens at our second CRL World Championship. Uh, that being said, I gotta go. My flight leaves in like three hours, so I need to head to the airport. We need to end this show. So that's exactly what we're gonna do. On behalf of all of the staff, thank you guys so much for all of the hard work behind the scenes. We're talking Chris, Sky, Ben, Jay, Kier, everyone, uh, Ace as well uh, with the YouTube. Thank you guys so much for all of the work in the back game. Direct, I gotta give a shout out to him for the stats. Much appreciated uh, for him as well. Our guest, Fear and Tylacto, absolutely phenomenal. If you guys enjoyed their takes, please be sure to give them a follow. Uh, as well as, of course, Roll This and T-Base for being themselves because we love them. And you at home, uh, chat, thank you guys so much for supporting First Touch week in and week out. We love to see you guys in the chat. We love to see you guys on Twitter, uh, even in the YouTube comments. Be sure to keep it locked in on all of those at First Touch RL on Twitter because there's definitely some more things that are going to be coming up in the future that you guys are going to want to keep it locked into. Uh, that being said, this has been First Touch. Of course, thank you, Psionics, for allowing us to do this on this your platform. We appreciate it so, so much. That's going to be it for us. We'll be back next week to talk the EU Spring Invitational and, of course, to ra uh, recap on a lot of things happening this weekend. Be good to each other. Send some extra love this weekend as well to each other.
that's gonna be it though for us here on first touch one two toodaloo we'll see you next week